Your time has come. You've kicked the bucket, cashed in your chips, you're pushing up the daisies. In other words, you've died. Sorry about your loss. Luckily for you, we hear it would happen if we're here to guide you through the great beyond. So, bad news. Mr. Grim Reaper has shown up at your door. It's a Mr. Death or something, he's come about the reaping? In 1969, psychiatrist Elizabeth Kubler-Ross conceptualized five stages of dealing with death, a roadmap we still use today. The stages are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. But before the Grim Reaper drags you off, let's make absolutely sure you're dead. In 1968, a Harvard panel outlined the criteria for what constitutes an individual being dead. These can be divided into two major groups. The cardiopulmonary criteria are when the heart has stopped beating and neurological criteria are when the brain no longer functions, aka brain death. If you've checked off both those boxes, I've got some bad news for you. Well, before you've checked off both of those criteria, it's a gradual, physical process that varies in each individual. Let's say you're lucky enough not to suffer a fatal accident but die of natural causes instead. First, you'll start to feel a coolness in your hands, arms, legs, and feet. As your heart loses its ability to pump blood effectively, your skin will become blotchy with a reddish-purple color. This is called modeling. You'll be sleeping a lot more and will start to become uncommunicative and unresponsive. Data details will slip. You may not know the day or month or even where you are. This can usually be attributed to chemical imbalances, reduced blood flow to the brain, or a combination of the two. You'll stop eating and drinking as the time approaches, with the theory being that the human body naturally conserves energy for the process of dying. Around this time you may start to see some unexplainable things. Bright lights, deceased loved ones. But what exactly are you seeing? Researchers have documented cases of people who survived being medically dead, and they all had similar experiences. They experienced things like a feeling of peace, visions of bright lights and benevolent figures, and a relief from physical pain. But are these just hallucinations? Studies at Melbourne's St. Vincent's Hospital show these visions can help an individual die more peacefully, and that they are means of self-comfort. Is this our body trying to make the experience a little more pleasant? What about documented cases of patients dying on an operating table and claiming to have witnessed the afterlife? These patients were able to provide details of the activity in the room during their time away and said they floated above the table or just hung out in a corner taking in the show. In a 2008 study, 42% of cardiac arrest survivors claimed that they had some level of awareness as they were being resuscitated. These survivors said they felt that time was speeding up or slowing down. They also experienced an overall peacefulness and the feeling that they were having an out-of-body experience. Some felt joy and even saw a bright light or golden flesh. That all sounds kinda nice, except for the fact that an unspecified number of patients reported feeling fear and a sense of drowning. However, there is a theory that you can prepare your body for death. A University of Wisconsin study theorizes that in a process called tuctum, some monks die, yet no physical decomposition begins for more than a week. This has led to studies on the neuroscience of meditation. These monks enter a state of meditation before they die, 
providing the brain with extremely low-key maintenance duties in order to maintain the meditative state. How would the Western perspective of death change if people had a pre-death ritual where they would use decades of meditative training to get into the zone before dying? It's kind of crazy what your brain will do when faced with death. Let's face it, we're all going to die. Judging by various accounts and studies, the experience will be different for each and every one of us. As for what lies beyond the veil, it's still a mystery. At this point, dying sounds like it would be an experience, to say the least. But what if you missed the dead man's party? What if everyone else died except you? What would life be like if you were the last human on earth? 